everybody, this is Pam and Holly coming to you from the Paper Outpost. Yep, we are in fine form this evening. And uh, I wanted to show you, if you are interested, to watch how to make a collage cover. And uh, this is a very fun, very useful way to use up some scraps, but it'll give you an alternative as to how to uh, make a cover. And so this video is only on the cover itself. There's no, no inside to this book. Um, there's uh, this, I'm just preparing this journal for, it's gonna be a bigger journal, more like a tome style journal, but you can make it any size you want. And, um, but the fun part is how to design the cover. So let's get to it. Wanna have some fun? Okay, we have squeaky pants, hang on. <laughs> Yes, that was my boy doing his best imitation of the smoke alarm. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> yep, um, he may be doing that because uh, Mama here was doing some paper uh, coffee dyeing earlier. And, um, yep, Mama set the smoke alarm off. Let's just say that. Okay, but all is well. Everything is fine. Um, okay, so this is what it looks like. Let me give you a, let me bring it down, but I'll give you a closer look. Well, maybe that's a little too close. How about there? Okay. So it has collaged surface, a metal book plate, and, and the, the, you know, extra things like the lace and the metal book plate and the corners are all optional. I just want to show you the basic uh, how to do the collage and then we'll decorate it up a bit just to see if you want to see that. I put a fabric uh, covering on the spine so it's a hidden spine. And here's the back and it's uh, accented with some copper gilding paste. Okay, metal book corners, not sure if I said that, probably did. It's got a fabric strip down the spine and um, some uh, scrapbook paper that I thought was pretty and some edging with the gilding paste. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's make one of these cookies. All right, so what you can start with um, either a Um, a journal cover that you make yourself or you can use a repurposed book cover uh, and uh, either will work I just happen to have this one here and that is what this one is made from I made this one from scratch from chipboard and Tyvek tape and I uh, have a, a video showing how to do this uh, and I will link it below so you can see if, if you've never made one just purely from scratch how to do that but you can make uh, journals all out of all sorts of things so um, uh, cereal boxes and uh, you know chipboard and old book covers and you know record old record albums and file folders and you name it but for today we are just going to decide that this is going to be the outside oh my fingernails are so dirty but this is all from dye I've been dyeing um, uh, color dyeing <laughs> um, okay so this is the front cover this is the back cover and that's what we're going to work on so I'm going to grab some Scott Scotch Create glue stick and you could use any glue here but this will work well and I was just oh I grabbed some scraps I might need more but I'll, I'll just show you I just pulled out some random scraps out of my scrap pile I have no idea exactly how I'm going to use these yet but they are going to go on my book cover and here's some more just uh, there's some typing some uh, text from uh, old books some scrapbook paper you name it we got we got we got stuff to play with we got stuff and it's a great way to blow through some scraps plus put them to good use recycle repurpose reuse and um they're pretty gall darn it so let's use them all right so uh this does use a bit of glue stick but i think it's well worth the cost because you really do get a good um layment of glue down 
and it gives you something to work with to stick on to. Okay, there we go. And um, I like the torn look. I even have some um, torn um, napkin on paper. I made some paper napkin, if you've ever done that, like uh, napkin paper. I don't exactly know what to call it. But the ideal thing is to overlap the edges, um, have them stick beyond the edge quite a bit so that you can do a wrap around. And that will be very nice for, uh, for uh, coverage after. And uh, I don't know, let's put that there. And I just kind of hodgepodge it. Yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason. I do like torn edges. So if I see an edge that's not torn, I may pre-tear. Whoops, sorry, yanking on my cord. Oh, I must have been something in my mother's belly trying to get out. Always yanking on the cord. Let me out, let me out. <laughs> oh, um, I was, uh, yeah, doing some coffee dyeing earlier and nearly hung myself on my microphone cord. I'm not used to having it there when I'm coffee dyeing, so it was a little tricky. Um, okay, so can you see? Yeah, you can see how much I'm hanging it over. Yeah, so I say go for it. Do that kind of hangover stuff. And here's some old ledger from, looks like, 1915. That's kind of cool. All right. That's very cool. I like that sort of stuff. So this is the original. Yeah, you could photocopy this stuff. Or you could use a digi kit for this kind of stuff. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, let's put you... Oops, I said I was going to have it hang over. But if I have it hang over, you won't see that. So, all right, well, we'll just put you, put you there. All right. And this is sort of just the random, the randomness of collage. Just uh, being a little collage banshee here, doing collage-like things, not really having any purpose or direction. I'm just using maybe some uh, similar tones, I would say. Um some creams and you know an antiqued papers or vintage papers often have a bit of a you know antique -y sort of look music music notes are always good to use okay if you have some old music paper oh, I put you up there and uh there's some old uh, looks like a newspaper or old magazine and you can overlap it's okay if the little edges don't all get um Handled because we're gonna we're gonna work on that. We are gonna work on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, this might be a two-parter. Just FYI, in case you're wondering if I uh, suddenly disappear and uh, you haven't heard or seen or heard me, I'm probably on the next video, and I will put a link down below this video uh, so you can find the next part. And also, at, uh, if I remember at the end, I think I forgot on the last one. Sorry, but uh, if. Uh, if I have another two-parter, I'll, I'll do my best to uh, put something at the end so you can find it. Oh, this is kind of cool. This is some old, um, like, ma uh, airplane meg uh, blueprints. That's kind of cool. And uh, let's put a little, where? Here? Here. Okay. Uh, random turning is kind of fun. And I'm just, this is from one of my digi kits, uh, probably one of the vintage kits. And uh, it's just some old writing, which I think is kind of neat. All right, all right. Trying to cover up the brown spots if I can, if I can. All right, all torn edges. Very good, very good. Playing by the rules today. That's right. All right, here's some leafies. This came in a bolt. I, got, I think I got it at Hobby Lobby. It's just a pretty bolt of uh, decorative paper. I'm not sure what its original purpose was, but boy, did I see potential. That's right. I just said, you're coming with me because uh, 
We can do, we can go places. Yep. That's what I said. Now here's some old dictionary. That's another good source of old vintage paper. Good bang for your buck if you're in the store and you're the thrift store and you see some uh, big old, you know, caramel colored pages from a, um, uh, old dictionary, grab it because, uh, it is just yummy on your journal. Here's some old like onion skin typewriter let words here. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And not too much left on there. What else we got? We got this. All right. Okay. Put that there. And uh, I'm not really pre-thinking. I'm just doing. How about some Braille? Why not? Uh, there we go. Um, there's Allegro. That looks kind of cool. Put Allegro down there. How about a little more foliage? We'll do a little more Edith Holden foliage here. All right, stick that there. These look like little corns or something, you know? It's kind of funny. Um, I, I, I don't know what they are. Probably some pussy willow or something like that, maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I don't know what Edith was looking at that day. Um... Let's see what else do we have here. Oh, there's some more pieces. Oh, there's a pile over there. Bring this on over. Here is something from a cross old crossword puzzle and book, and all the pages went this beautiful caramel color, and I fell in love. Yes, I did. I just fell right in love. Had to come home with me. And, uh, okay, here's some more. Edith Holden. Uh, I'll stick you there. Okay. Oh, I was going to use this. That's right. Oh, this does tear nicely. That's good. Um, nice. Well, it doesn't have a torn edge there. And well, maybe just the one piece there. And how about this nice big piece there? And maybe some little areas here. I'm just going to go in with some small Edith Holden font where I see a missing part. Oh, did I, I've, I've been hiding any of this from you. I hope not. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Put you there. All right. Okay. Now I'm going to go move and, and do the back. So this is going to be back. And uh, now I know as long as I cover the white here, I'm going to have a piece of fabric that's going to lie across the spine and it's going to cover this edge so I don't have to go all the way to the very edge because I know that's going to be covered. Okay, so let's go ahead and do the back. Basically the same process. Let me put you in frame. I want everybody to be happy pants. Yep. And here we go. Scotch Create glue stick. It's a very reliable glue stick. Pretty much any glue stick will work here because we're going to slop some Mod Podge all over the top of this. And uh, we're going to hope it wrinkles and because usually it wrinkles on you because it's a wet white glue. Um, but I think that we're going to work that to our advantage and it's going to be good. Yeah, it's just going to be dandy. Okay. All right. Just got some random pieces here. Okay. I don't have to be perfect or anything. We're just going for coverage, going for coverage, not thinking about it too much. Little willy nilly. Maybe a little, you know, counterbalance here and there. A couple pieces, maybe that allows me to put a little piece over here, a little piece over there, get a little variety going here. 
Okay, let's see. There we go. You can rotate the pages. They don't all have to be the same way. They can be uh, some up and down, some sideways, some upside down. It's okay. It's all good. And, uh, okay, let's do some of this, this pink stuff. Okay. More of this, more of that. And we are just having fun. I'm going to stick you on the outside. You're kind of pretty. Okay, there we go. And what else do we have here? Oh, we have some of this stuff. This is kind of cool. Uh, I'll just tear some paper here. This is coffee dyed paper. And uh, if you don't coffee dye paper, you can buy coffee dyed paper or digitalized coffee dyed paper. I have some in my shop, but there's a lot of other Etsy people that have coffee dyed paper as well. So um, you have options, which is always good to know. And let's see what else we have. How about this? This is, uh, I think it's a German writing, something like that. Okay. There we go. Okay. And what else do I have here? I did the map already. I got this blue paper. That's a bit of a surprise since I had the... Uh, well, let me use up some of that. I still have some aviation things over here. Maybe we want to put some of this on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, contrast. Okay. Contrast. Contrast. Okay. Oh, we have some more of this ledger. This is so pretty, isn't it? It's old ledger from 1915. We'll just tear some pieces on here and put that down. Okay. I didn't quite go over to the edge, but you know, it, it happens. We'll figure it out. I'll show you what I did before because I ran into the same problem. I didn't overlap as much as I should have, which would have made my life easier, but no, 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 no. I decided to take the hard way out. Yep, that's right. Okay, here's some pretty flowers. Maybe I want a flower in the middle. Where'd that nature paper go? And I still have that napkin I can play with too. So, all right, got that going in there. The napkin here. Let's see if I can get this going. So this can be a base and you can put um, pockets and pictures and layered things on top, or this can be the main theme. And uh, so it's entirely up to you. Uh, you just only requirement is that you have fun at it and that you're enjoying yourself in the process. And uh, um, everything's gonna be just fine. <laughs> it is. Okay, there we go. There's a nice little white contrast paparoo. Put another pink one there. We have leftover here, maybe more of this stuff. I only have one of those down, so maybe we could do another one. Sure, why not? We can, because we can't. We say we can, right? Yeah, here's some more. Try and use up these little edges of the um, dictionary. Okay, got that going. Do we need more yellow flower, maybe, to complement the other flower? Sure, why not? Let's use this guy. He's not doing anything. Nope, just sitting around, hanging out. Yeah, well, no, he can't go on the same angle. No, you got to go... Like this. Okay, how about like that? Not that much of you. We love you, but not that much. <laughs> um, 
we just do not give our love away that easily. <laughs> okay. Um, what else have I got? Well, I got stuff. I know I got stuff. What do I got? Okay. How about a little more um, map? We'll use a little more map. These little areas here that seem to be just devoid of something. Okay. Oh, a little piece over there. We need something there. Can you see? Can you see? Almost. Okay. All right, there we go. Okay, stage one. And like I said, this might be uh, a several parter. Clearing the decks, clearing the decks. Now, I would recommend at this point that you get something underneath your work and uh, maybe some newspaper or a sheet of plastic or shower curtain or something because we're bringing out the glue. You know what I mean? We're bringing out the glue and it's going to get serious here. Hang on, I'll grab my glue. Okay, we have the Podge of Damage, also known as Mod Podge. And uh, this stuff's been around forever. And I think we all probably remember it to some degree. And uh, did I turn this? I can't remember. I don't even remember what is up or down, but I don't have to decide now, so it's okay and it doesn't matter. No, this is the way it was because my, my palm frond was over there. Okay, I, I hear you. I'm readjusting. I know I'm off screen. I see it. I see it. Okay. Better, better, better. Christmas sweater. All right, here we go. I'm using a sponge and a lot of Mod Podge. Mod, Mod Podge. Yes, it's not Mod Podge. <laughs> it's Mod Podge. Yes. Um, okay. So, okay. I'm, I'm dipping. Got a lot. And I'm gluing. So I'm just, I'm bathing in glue. I'm not too worried about these little curly uppies. Maybe if I, if they curl up on me, I'll just, you know, curl them up and glue them back down. But, uh, I've got to do several things to this surface before we're done. And it's going to take care of all little hairy berry edges. Yeah. So don't you worry about those. No, not at all. You will be able to sleep nights after all this is over. Yes. Okay, so you just go ahead and glue her down. This is kind of the fun part. There we are. Just gluing away. This, anybody can do. I'm probably sliding this around, aren't I? Okay, let me know if I go off screen. Um, I keep periodically checking. And, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I think we're in. Um, all right, and I'm, I'm, I'm wetting it pretty good. You know, they say it's better if you do Mod Podge in uh, thin layers, but, you know, I'm just going to slack it on. I'm going to slack it on and see what happens. And, uh, oh, I, I got a missed spot there, and I think I know where that piece went, but I just got a, a piece of somebody here, and I'll just stick them down. How about that? Yeah, here you go. Now you are you are one with us now. You have no choice. You have been Mod Podged. Yes. Are you a bare end? Yeah, you could be a little bare end there too. <laughs> a little bare end. A little bare end. We'll cover you up. Don't want any bare, bare ends. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's move you over. Put you in. Now we'll do the other side. And we're mod podging. Yes, we are. Okay, little pieces of paper are moving. I have no idea where that came from. We just carry on as if we didn't even notice it. That's what we do. Because there's always time for reassessment in the end. And uh, one thing I did notice when I was doing my other one was there was some uh, old writing on a ledger in ink and the Mod Podge started to dissolve the writing and the blue started to streak across the page. And uh, I could actually move it with the Mod Podge, which was kind of cool. And it ended up looking nice uh, after I played with it for a bit, but just kind of beware that your Mod Podge may dissolve uh, pen. I just, that's just what happened. So, uh, 
All right, so that is pretty thick. And now I'm not going to worry about it. It's going to start to look funky and weird and, and, and goobery and all that sort of stuff as Mod Podge does, but we're going to do some fun things with it. But it's very important we allow it to get bone dry. So let's let that happen. And I'm just going to just stick the whole thing over here for a bit while that's happening. Okay. And we are going to check on that a little bit later, but I'm going to close. Remember to close up your Mod Podge because it will dry and you don't want that. Okay. And then I'm going to take this and stick it in here. Now I really should run and rinse it out, but I think I'm going to use it again pretty soon. So I'm just going to put it in a plastic bag and zip lock it. So it stays fresh for another use, which will if it was going to be like, I wouldn't leave it in here overnight. I would rinse it out, but I think I'm going to play with it a little bit more. So before the night is over. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in the meantime, we can gather a few things that we might use. I'd like to gather this piece of paper or not paper fabric. And, uh, I want to show you what it used to look like. Can I show you what it used to look like? Yes. This is what it used to look like. Okay. Let me show you up close. Yep. All right. This is what it used to look like. And this is what it looks like now. And here's the one we're going to be using today. Let me back up a little bit so you can see a little better. Um, this is the one we're going to use now. This is the same. This is all the same. It's all the same. And I actually used the same spray ink. It's a distress spray ink in gathered twigs. I'm going to just show you a bottle of example of what I'm looking looking at so you can okay it, this is the diff a different color but it's distress spray stain and the color I used was gathered twigs and um, because I'm using this upholstery fabric and you can use pretty much any fabric as long as it's um, opaque enough to cover whatever's on your spine if you don't want it to be seen um, this upholstery fabric has like a rough side and I would say a smooth side, the best way to describe it. But the, um, the ink picks up and shows differently on the different sides. So you just decide which side you would like to have as your spine cover. You could, you could go with that one. That would be very nice. Or you could go with that one. That would be very nice. Okay. So we have to, uh, this, what, okay. What I did with this is I cut it to size and then I took it to my kitchen sink and I got some gloves on because spray ink is spray ink. So if you get it on your hands, you're going to be scrubbing till the cows come home to get it off. So I would recommend wearing rubber gloves. And, um, I just wet this under the water and wrung it out really well, put a few spritzes of this, like opened it up, put a few spritzes of it in the sink and uh, then squeezed it really hard, moved it around, mushed it, did the hand mush thing, um, and reassessed and spritzed it again and did this again and, um, opened it up. And, uh, that's what, th and, and this is what I had. That's what I had to show for all my efforts. Yes. So I am going to pull these off and then what I'm going to do, whoops, I have some, do, do I have enough of that? Yep. This is what I used for the side bindings, the side bindings. These are not side bindings. This is trim. This is what I used for the trim. And uh, I think I got this at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, you can buy it in rolls and uh, that went there. And then I'm going to go ahead and get a, um, the plates and that out. And I'm going to let this dry and I will be back. Okay. One little bit of preparatory work. If, uh, um, you do want to put on one of these book plates, I recommend that you 
do this a little bit ahead of time and I'm going to use this old vintage graph paper. I was actually uh, doodling on it, learning how to draw some leaves and things like that. Now you want to test these and make sure that they, they lie flat. Sometimes you have to rebend them just a little bit to make sure they lie flat. They get a little bent upon shipping. Okay, so then I take Fabrifix, which is a clear silicone glue. Fabric to fabric, fabric to paper, paper to paper. Works very well. And um, I just transferred it into this icing pipette bottle for so it gives out a smaller glue bead stream. Because it's, it's not cheap and uh, you want to uh, use it sparingly. And then I just put this down like that. Okay, I'll slide it up and put it down like that. Might as well get one edge working for me, right? Okay, and I'm just going to let that sit and dry for a few minutes. And now I'm going to, oh, here they are. Found my corner protectors. You can buy these on Etsy or Amazon or in my, my Amazon shop or online, anywhere else. You can get these all over the place. Um, but they're called, I call them metal corner protectors. That's usually what I look up. And you can get them in or uh, different thicknesses and widths and there's different styles and it's like uh, it's like shopping for jewelry it's really fun and uh, there we go okay so those are preparatorily readied got that I've got that and I'll just wait for this to dry okay there is a little extra preparatory work we can do while we're still waiting for that to dry and that is to um, uh, cut oh I wet that dear 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 dry that Where's my blow dryer? Oh, okay. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. If it makes a mark, I'll have to do something over it. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like it's leaving a mark. Oh, sorry. We don't want to be listening to that. Okay, I'm going to address that uh, later. <laughs> okay. So, um, but basically I do need this for uh, measuring purposes. So let's keep this out. And what I want to do is cut a strip that is going to come down the center and hang over the edges just a little bit. So the easiest way to get a straight line with your fabric is really to cut an, a little nip and tear it. And it, it uh, likes to tear along a straight line more often than not. Okay, let's see where I want it to go here. So this is kind of how I do it. Uh, there. And then... Uh, course you can cut it with scissors and stuff but I like I like that ruffled edge I think it looks pretty cool this is a little longer than I need so I think I'm going to measure cut the little fuzz balls off get it to shred up a little bit on the end maybe I need to cut a new fresh end on it so I'm going to use my craft mat and my ruler make sure this is along the line on the bottom and then follow the line with the ruler all the way here and here and then I know I can come in with this little gizmo. I know I'm doing it wrong. All right, there we go. And now we have a nice flush line, but we want to fray it a little bit so it has that old world antique sort of look. And then we have to make sure we have the right height, which would be to about here. Can you see? Can you see? No. Read to about there. So I'm going to cut a little nip and I'm going to tear. Okay. Now it should be the right height and length. I think we are good. 
Okay, so we have that. That is good in the preparatory world. Now there's something that you really can't see here, but I did cover the butt ends of the spine with a little piece of very thin uh, cotton material. Um, and uh, because I have some Tyvek tape there and you can see through that. So, or you can see that if you look at the end, it, it is something we, I would like to cover. So let's see, let's get a nice, well, it doesn't have to be a flush end because it's gonna wrap around. All right, let's just see how, we want this to be just as wide as the spine itself. So we'll put that there. And I'll cut it there. So right there, that's where I want it. Okay, now I need to cut. I don't know if I can tear this. We'll see. Maybe. Yep, apparently we can. Okay. It just takes a little gusto sometimes. Nothing wrong with a little gusto. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's this end. That's the right width. Yes. And I need two of those. Because I need one to wrap on the top and one to wrap on the bottom. So I think I'm going to cut it about, well, let's say about there. All right, and I'm just going to use regular fabric scissors for this part. And cut that there. And just cut this here. And then I've got two. It doesn't matter if they're perfect or not because I'm going to wrap them over the top, which I can't do yet until that's dry. But I do have my two pieces, my two pieces and my, what else have I got? I've got this. I've got those. Well, oh, can't see that. Okay, I've got these, those. And I need my, where's that strip? Here it is, this. And we are good to go. Okay, back to drying. Yep, here, here. Let's see what we have. This is what we need. We need these pieces to carry on with what we're doing. Okay, back to drying. Okay, so I'm just going to put these aside till we're ready for them. I'll bring this up, and it's almost dry, but what I'm going to uh, do at this point with you guys is uh, we're going to take this off its backing and... Um, if you put it on paper, sometimes it gets stuck to the paper, but we used a plastic, so that's okay. Um, let me up a little bit for you. Okay, so now let's flip it over and look at the inside of our book. Okay, here's the inside of our book, and we have all this stuff around the side. Now, instead of cutting that all off, which you can, but I'm going to use it as part of the cover, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my Fabrifix glue with the tiny pinpoint end here on the icing piping, I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to go along and glue like that. Okay. And then I'm going to... Okay, do the same thing here. Glue along there. I'm going to glue these pieces as well. Okay, up to their little edges. And all the way down the side. Down the edges. Okay this side and then we're going to fold it over okay that should be enough glue all right um okay so you can do this use it um, you can use your hand or you can fold it upon itself on the mat which will work as well i'm just wanting to make sure we get enough 
glue stickage down there. And I think we're doing pretty good. Pretty good, let me tell you. My fingernails are like full of ink. <laughs> Looks like I've been, been digging my way out of a grave or something. Um, okay. Now, it's not going to, if I would have been really good about it and every little piece would have come over, I would have had a nice coverage, but I'll show you what I did to deal with that because I didn't then and apparently I didn't now. Um, even when I tell myself, make sure you do that because that would be easier. But apparently I'll have to do that next time. Yeah. Next time I make a collage cover and uh, these collage covers are a lot of fun. Um, it's just, it's so rewarding to be able to use up your scraps and see them come to life again in a new project and uh, be born anew, which is kind of cool. Okay, let's go ahead and do this side as well. And I would say I'm, I'm like 85% dry on the glue on the other side, so I'll probably give it a few more minutes because the drier the better uh, for our technique that we're going to use on top of it. Okay, and then coming down the side. Can you see all this? Can you see? Oh, okay. And I'm just going to put some glue around the edges of these. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Somebody said I was singing the Batman song. Huh, I'll have to go listen to that. It must have been subcon in my uh, unconscious or subconscious, whatever it is. Um, 